0: Alright, let's make this happen. Um, Welcome to The Winning Program Podcast. I believe this would make it episode 14, um, but today's going to be a little bit different. Um, there's not going to be any Dominic today. Yeah, yeah, I know that's crazy, right? So if you don't want to just listen to me, you can obviously leave. But um, today's a little bit of a different episode because I specifically wanted to take about 15 minutes to talk about the Los Angeles Lakers and why they suck. And when I say suck, I don't mean like just bad, like why they are terrible. Uh, so um, obviously, let's start off with how the Lakers are doing right now. Um, right now, they're at a record of 12-12, which I believe puts them at 7th in the Western Conference. So that's nothing too special for a team that was primed to be the best in the conference and arguably the best in the league given the current circumstances um, with teams like Brooklyn. Um, and it's been really interesting to see this season. We can start with um, health, the biggest factor, LeBron James the best player on the Los Angeles Lakers, a top player in the NBA to this day, has been injured for over half of the season. So his injuries and um, obviously inconsistency with lineups now has made finding momentum for this team very difficult, per se. Um, and this obviously has been a detriment to the Lakers. But also, they started the season without Taylor Horton Tucker, who was injured. And they're yet to see um, Kendrick Nunn and Trevor Ariza suit up to play in Lakers uniforms. So there have been a couple injuries here and there. But um, regardless of these injuries, um, there's no reason the Lakers should be 12-12. and 12. They've had a rather easy schedule so far to this point. And now that we're over 25% of the way through this regular season... Um, It's a good enough sample size to see that they are not heading in the direction that they want to be. When we start this off, um, let's look back at what made the Lakers so successful in the past. With their 2020 championship, um, they were the best defense in the NBA. They had an elite defense, um, very good in pick and roll coverages, transition defense. They were able to rebound the ball well. And this all translated to a strong performance when it came time for the playoffs. And um, this is what led them to beating the Miami Heat in the 2020 bubble. And then when you go to 2021, well, no, the 2020, 2021 season, um, even without LeBron James and Anthony Davis during that season who both had major injuries and missed a majority of the regular season, the Los Angeles Lakers were still the number one ranked defense in the NBA and this is what kept them afloat when both of their star players were injured, got them into the play-in game, and ultimately got them into the first round of the playoffs where they met the Phoenix Suns. This year, the Lakers suck defensively. They're like a bottom 10 defense currently or a little close to the middle of the pack, but nothing special there whatsoever. And um, there are multiple factors for this. Uh, the first thing you can look is a step down defensively in the roster. With the addition of Russell Westbrook this summer, um, the Lakers did have to trade Kentavious Caldwell-Pope, who was arguably their best perimeter defender because he normally took on the other team's most important um, or most, uh, most dominant perimeter scorer. And they also lost Alex Caruso via free agency to the Chicago Bulls which in hindsight was a terrible loss because he's now playing like a defensive player of the year candidate as a guard um, and is absolutely insane. Um, and then also you have some players that have returned to the team. You, know? you have Avery Bradley, who was there during the 2020 season. He's back this year. You have Dwight Howard, who is back from the 2020 season. Um, but both of these players, while they were really impactful defensively two years ago, They simply just aren't the same with age, um, the mileage on their body. They're just not the same. They're not good enough anymore, and that's really hurt the team defensively. Another way that this team has been bad defensively is um, the terrible rotations, in my opinion, from Frank Vogel as a head coach. Um, It was rumored at the beginning of the season that Anthony Davis would be starting games at the center position and playing the majority of the game at the center position with only one of Dwight Howard or DeAndre Jordan coming on during the game. But that hasn't happened at all. For most of the season, in fact, DeAndre Jordan has been starting alongside Anthony Davis. And then this just doesn't make sense in 2021, to be honest with you. Um, in the league with high pick and rolls, Fast-paced offenses and a lot of offenses that look for mismatches on the defensive end. Having a center like DeAndre Jordan gives no benefits whatsoever to the Los Angeles Lakers when he's on the court. Defensively, he does nothing. He is terrible. In pick and rolls, he drops, gives a mid-range shot away, isn't fast enough to keep up with perimeter players, and even gets beat by the roll man at times. On offense. He's useless. He's simply a lob a lob threat. And, I mean, while that's cool, that's not what the offense needs at all because he can't shoot. He gives no spacing to the offense. And this is a team dying for spacing because their point guard is Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davis is their big man, elite big man, who's supposed to be dominating inside. So having that center there just messes it up, messes up the spacing there and DeAndre Jordan playing is already one problem. Like The Lakers shouldn't even have a center starting. He should be Anthony Davis at the center. But then the fact that Frank Vogel has chosen DeAndre Jordan over Dwight Howard who does literally everything on the basketball court better than DeAndre Jordan baffles me. It makes no sense whatsoever. Um, And that's been a problem this season. But hey, let's say we give Frank Vogel, the benefit of the doubt, maybe he's wanted to play Anthony Davis at the center position, but it really looks like Anthony Davis doesn't want to play the center position because if you go on Twitter, you go on NBA News, um, you go everywhere, it's a lot of rumors that Anthony Davis simply does not want to play the center position, whether this is because of injury scares, because we know he's very injury prone, or um, any other outside factors. It seems as though the Lakers are being held back by Anthony Davis' refusal to play big minutes at the center. And this is a big problem because with Anthony Davis at the center, the lineups that this Lakers team can use, these four-out offenses, and this switching defense or better pick-and-roll coverage, um, this makes them an elite defense again, championship contender possibly, um, and it elevates them so much on both sides of the floor. But once you put DeAndre Jordan on there, if DeAndre Jordan's going to play any more than five minutes a game, this team is a play-in team at best. And that's just because he offers absolutely no value on either side of the ball, and he frankly shouldn't be playing. And, I mean, Frank Vogel has, I hope, seen this, and he's tried to adjust um, all these, to all these problems and some of these injuries by the Lakers playing more of a zone. You know, I remember against the Boston Celtics uh, about two weeks ago when the Lakers lost, they switched into a 2-3 zone because they were struggling defensively. Um, Last week versus the Pacers, um, they switched into a 2-3 zone because they couldn't defend to save their lives. Um, They had LeBron playing the center. Like, LeBron's legitimately playing center now a little more than Anthony Davis is in the past couple games. That's pretty scary because that shouldn't be happening at all. And um, it really just seems that this Lakers team is lost of an identity because they don't understand exactly what they want to do. They have no method of going about it. Um, Lineups have been really funny this year because one game you'll have Russ. um, Yeah, you'll have, like, Russ. You'll have Kent Bazemore, LeBron, AD, DeAndre Jordan then there'll be a game where he brings in Avery Bradley, then he brings in Melo, then he brings in Taylor Horton Tucker. And there's just no consistency to any of this. And yes, while I understand that you have to attempt to figure things out, um, the team simply isn't good enough. And as you'll notice, all I'm doing is talking about the defense because I don't care about the offense that much. Because I'm under the belief that if you get DeAndre Jordan off the floor, you play a lineup, let's say, in the closing minutes of a game, you play a lineup like Westbrook, Malik Monk, um, Carmelo Anthony, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis, I believe you will get buckets offensively because the mere threat of Russell Westbrook and LeBron James running down on you in transition is already scary enough. And when you have two elite playmakers of that level and an elite scorer in Anthony Davis with great shooters and Malik Monk and Carmelo Anthony. The offense is going to work eventually. That's not a problem at all. But as I said, the Lakers have no identity because their identity in the past few years has been defense, and they can't do that correctly anymore. Obviously, some of the most hopeful Lakers fans at this point in time will sit down and tell you, we're still not 100% healthy or... We still haven't seen the full potential of this team. And while that's true, we are about 24 games into an 82-game season. That's over a quarter of the way through. And while I believe Kendrick Nunn coming back from injury will be a spark plug offensively for this Lakers team, and I do understand the use of Trevor Ariza off the bench, or in the starting lineup, in fact, just to bring size and defense to this Lakers team so that Anthony Davis can play the center. I understand the value of that, but when I see this team, Kendrick Nunn and a 36-year-old or 37, whatever the hell his age is anymore, Trevor Reza, is not going to make this team a championship contender. So when you really look at this, it begs the question, How can the Lakers improve defensively? While we can sit here and say coaching, we can sit here and say rotations, I'm just looking at effort and communication from the players on the court. In the triple overtime loss last week to the Sacramento Kings, I remember this specific play. Um, I believe Tyrese Halliburton had the ball at the top of the key and he got two screens in a pick-and-roll. I believe it was a Spain pick-and-roll. So you had the roll, man. You had the pop. Um, And after the first screen, it looked like the Lakers were switching everything. You know, you had, like, Anthony Davis getting ready to switch. You had LeBron switch his man. And then you had Carmelo Anthony right there in the middle of the whole thing. And then when the second screen comes around, Carmelo drops. Anthony Davis is still on his man. And LeBron's calling for a switch. But Anthony Davis and Carmelo seem to not be on the same page whatsoever. Melo stays under the screen and Halliburton or Buddy Heald, one of them, gets an open three-pointer and they bury it. While you could just look at this as one play out of a million, I think it just shows a deep underlying problem with this team that they just don't have it in them to put the effort in to play defensively. And I don't understand how that's going to change over this the course of this season, because they don't have trade pieces to trade for a good defender unless they want to trade Taylor and Horton Tucker. If they don't want to trade him, then there's no one they can legitimately trade for. And that means that the improvements defensively that they would have to make would have to be internal. And it doesn't seem like they want to make that push right now. Like, at the beginning of the season, I said Anthony Davis was going to be the defensive player of the year because he was going to anchor this Lakers team like he did in the 2020 playoffs, but for the whole regular season. And right now, while he's playing pretty good defense, he's not doing enough to be the best defender in the league. He's not doing the stuff that Rudy Gobert is doing for the Utah Jazz. He's not doing what Bam Adebayo is doing for the Miami Heat. And he's definitely not doing what Giannis is doing for Milwaukee as they're going back, looking for a back-to-back championship this year. Um, I think the Lakers just need more effort. And then, um, well, obviously, offense still isn't really my concern. Um, Frank Vogel does have to be better on that side because the offense is so iso isolation-heavy. It's a lot of giving the ball to Anthony Davis in the mid-high post, everyone move out of the way kind of stuff. Um, It's a lot of LeBron pick and rolls, LeBron please save us from this. Um, There's not enough Westbrook and Anthony Davis pick and rolls, and then a lot of the time the offense comes to this problem where it's like they'll go throughout a possession, there's eight seconds left on the clock, and then it becomes like an oh shit, what do I do with the ball kind of offense, and... It'll be Westbrook just running, throwing up a wild pass, wild shot. LeBron just shooting a contested deep three or a turnaround fadeaway, something like that. Or Anthony Davis taking a contested mid-range shot because they wasted the whole 24-second shot clock and didn't do anything about it. I mean, the Lakers are just, they're just bad right now. Um, at this point in time in the Western Conference, there are many teams better than them. Clearly, um, I believe the favorites for the West right now are the Golden State Warriors or the Phoenix Suns. And um, if the Lakers don't pick this up right now, and if LeBron can't stay healthy, they may actually be looking at falling into the play-in game at this point in time, which I think would be terrible. But um, that's all I have to say. I'm just a LeBron fan that wants to see the Lakers win a championship and the way they're playing isn't helping that at all. But in many ways, I think that's going to be it for this short tangent of mine. Um, Thank you for listening and hopefully the Lakers pick it up in the near future because they're going to have to.